Welcome to Breaker Culture Weekly. The guys from BreakerCulture.com help pull back the curtains and give you insight into the hobby. Sit back and enjoy interviews, product breakdowns, and hobby analysis so you can get your edge in the marketplace. And now, to the show. Hello. What's going on? This is Ty from Breaker Culture, and this is episode 65 of Breaker Culture Weekly. Thank you for joining. Thank you for being patient as we took a couple weeks off. I didn't push out any of the season three stuff. I was just totally disconnecting during a vacation with my family, and uh, yeah, it was really good, so thanks for being patient. But before we left on vacation, I was able to spend some time out at the National. had some great, great conversations out there. Met some people that I hadn't met before. Uh, met some people that I interacted with over email and, and through interviews. And uh, yeah, I was just real. I'm really glad I made it out there. And Shanine and I are going to be talking about the national a little bit um, in the next episode. But I left the national, and there was a conversation that really stuck out to me after I left. And that was a conversation I had with a gentleman named Tim over at Signature for Soldiers. And um, look, you're, you're going to get a sense of who Tim is here in a minute because I get the chance to speak with him for about an hour and 20 minutes. And uh, what stuck out to me about Tim, though, when I was at the, the Nationals, that there was just something really, really authentic about the way he delivered his message and the way he talked about their miss- mission at Signature for Soldiers. And look, you can you do this long enough, not just in the hobby, but in life, you, you get a pretty quick sense your um, your fake radar starts to go off when you get someone that you just know is not authentic. And man, I'm telling you guys, Tim and his wife, they, they are dedicated to what they do. And uh, I mean, this is volunteer work for them and their mission and their dedication to impacting veterans, disabled veterans, um, and the people that have served our country uh, through this hobby is second to none. It's it's so impressive, and uh, you're going to love hearing his story. So we try to dig into his story today, not just from the perspective of how do they begin and how do they grow, but what can we take from it? What can we extract as businessmen, businesswomen who are running their hobby businesses, their group break businesses, their, their stores, their eBay shops, their businesses not related to the hobby? What can we extract from that from someone who's run a nonprofit and has learned how to grow this thing from zero to 60 in five years. Um, and yeah, Tim has some really good stuff for you guys to consider. A couple things that stood out to me. One, he talks a little bit about passion, um, how important passion is to what you're doing, and then how important it is to couple that passion with urgency and what exactly that means. Um, so some really good stuff in there for you to, to consider. Um, and then the back end of that, we talk a lot about um, some of the stories of players and how some of these players that we all know have done some really cool things to help Signature for Soldiers and have much bigger hearts than you'd ever expect. Um, so you get to hear all those things. And then finally, we close out with a little bit of rapid fire. And then we also get Tim's perspective of the hobby and some things and trends that he's seeing in the hobby um, as he's entered these you know, these conventions and, and talked to a lot of the collectors and, and organizations. So overall, just a fascinating conversation. Really enjoyed it. I had to move it up in the queue because frankly, it was just, it was too good. And I wanted to get this mission out there even quicker. Um, so two things we're going to do to help support 
Tim and what they're doing over there at Signature for Soldiers. Number one, we're going to be giving away a box. Thank you to Doug and the Mojo Break crew. They donated a box of 2019 Inception Baseball. Super fun product. Sealed box. We're going to give that away as a part of a retweet contest. So just retweet this this particular tweet that talks about this podcast, episode 65. And we're going to give away a box, sealed box to one of you. Uh, we want to help build the following for Signature for Soldiers and obviously want people to hear his story. So that's the first thing we're going to do. Second thing we're going to do is, uh, as many of you know, that I own majority stake in a coffee company, Dubs Coffee, D-U-B-B-S Coffee.com. And for the next six weeks to the end of September, if you use coupon code SOLDIERS, S-O-L-D-I-E-R-S, soldiers. If you use that coupon code and purchase any coffee, any shirt, any um, any utensil that we sell, um, whatever we have on our site on dubscoffee.com, we're going to give 50% of, of your order. We're going to send that over to Tim and, uh, and the Signature for Soldiers crew. You're going to hear the goal at the end. They have a massive goal to hit by the end of the year, and we want to be a part of that. And so that's just one one way we can help help do that. So go to dubscoffee.com, enter code SOLDIERS, order some coffee. You get some great coffee, hand-roasted. It's the best-smelling, best-tasting coffee you're ever going to have, um, and you're going to get 50% of that. It's going to go right to Signature for Soldiers. Okay. So enjoy this episode. As always, go to iTunes, go to YouTube. Follow our channels, give us feedback, and let us know what you think. We appreciate all of you and your dedication to what we do. Have a great weekend and enjoy this this conversation. Good, Ty. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Just got back from vacation a couple days ago. Nice. Still, uh, nice. still riding that wave, that high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've come down from the high from Chicago. So it's uh, right now I've settled back into everyday life. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You think you can ride that for a couple, couple weeks, and then like day three, you're either yeah. so tired or you realize that this is that wasn't reality. Yeah, <laughs> this wasn't yeah, reality. Exactly. exactly. I, I think my wife and I took the whole weekend and just laid around and slept and, and recuperated from the trip to to the national. So nice. <laughs> by Sunday by Sunday night, she looked at me and she said, "Yeah, definitely needed that." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Were you were you guys out there the whole week? We were. Okay. We were. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yep. We uh, we drove up from Florida on. Monday after work. Okay. Um, so drove overnight, 18 hours to oh, Chicago. Man. Yeah. So my wife and I and the two dogs and all the stuff for the show. And uh, so we got there Tuesday afternoon, probably about one o'clock or so. Okay. And um, kind of did did a power nap and got something to eat and then went to went to bed and then got up Wednesday and set up and and went from there. So. Um, you know, and then we were there, you know, Wednesday through Sunday, packed up Sunday and drove back on Monday. And, and so another 18 hours got home on Tuesday. So, oh, my yeah, gosh. Was, that is not a yeah, vacation. It, 
<laughs> it was not a vacation. No, it wasn't. The fact that your wife <laughs> considers it one is a blessing to you. Well, yeah, yeah, but I, don't, I don't know that she necessarily considers it a, a vacation, <laughs> but she, uh, <laughs> she, she was definitely a trooper. So it, That's it was awesome. definitely much appreciated. And your dogs. I mean, my gosh. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Our oldest dog, he's – so I have two labs, a chocolate lab and a yellow lab. Um, the oldest, uh, he's 10 and a half, and he has literally traveled all up and down the East Coast. So, you know, him being in the, in the cars for 18 hours was, you know, it just old hat to him. No um, kidding. The the yellow lab he's we just rescued him he's a little over a year old so this was his first trip and and he did phenomenal so that yeah they were great they were great the whole trip um you know at the hotel they were they became like the the rock stars at the hotel we'd we'd take them out and take them through the lobby and everybody would be like ramses jake how are you guys and you know <laughs> no no one knew us you know that we, right. were, we were jake and ramsey's parents you know that was <laughs> so good you need to figure out a way to get your dogs in the logo. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, yeah. I was thinking about that. I was like, I was like, all right. So for next year, for the for the national, you know, do do we do a banner with their with their faces on it, Ooh, or you know, you know like something it. like that? Yeah, yeah. So I've already been planning for next year for the for the national. So. Yeah, I'm I'm already seeing a a t-shirt fundraiser in the works with with, with the two dogs on there. <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> At least they're silhouettes or something, you know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Wait, you're in St. Petersburg, right? So that's Tampa yes. region, right? Um, yep. What's yep, the weather, right. What's weather like down there? Crazy, uh, to, crazy hot. Yeah, this time of the year is really um, a lot of humidity. Um, we're in our rainy rainy season. Usually, July August is our rainy season. Okay. Um, just because of the humidity, we get a lot of pop-up storms, things like that. And uh, like this whole week has been raining almost nonstop. You know, I've, I've I, I started building my ark, but you know the com- but the completion de- date has been delayed due to weather. So um, you know, we're <laughs> <That's> awesome. <It's> so <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, you know. So it's, yeah, it's it, but yeah, no, it's you know this area is just absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's you know if you can get through the you know July, August, September um, weather then you know the rest of the year it's like fantastic weather oh, amazing yeah, yeah my wife and i we were just talking because we uh we've gone to we've gone to colorado the last four years for vacation so here in the midwest in kansas city you really to drive anywhere within 10 hours you have to go to like a chicago or you got to go to like a denver gotcha. or the mountains and we, we always <clears throat> choose the mountains and this year we got done like we, you know, we should really start thinking about doing some ocean stuff. <laughs> we keep doing mountain <laughs> stuff. We need to do some ocean stuff with our kids. Yeah, yeah. My wife and I are definitely uh, beach people, so this is yeah. like have this is heaven for us. You know, we're you know twenty minutes to the beach essentially, so it's it, it's just great. It's been here like almost almost two years now, and you know we still drive around seeing the palm trees and yeah. the sand and the, and the water, and we're like. Yeah, somehow this just doesn't feel real. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're like, wow, this this is like home. You know, That's awesome. Is, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it's a lot of fun. You know, it's it's a great area, a lot of things to do. Um, you know, I, I tell people, you know, there's too much to do and not enough time or money to do it. Right. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah which, which which can be a good problem on, on some days. Sure. Are you, are you guys becoming better beach people? Are you doing a lot of water activities or – yeah, yeah. Actually, okay. we're uh, exp- we're exploring uh, getting um, kayaks. So we're, we're, we're yeah, we're about ready to bite the bullet and get 
get the kayaks and, and, um, we've been kayaking, you know, there's a lot of kind of great places, you know, rivers and, and obviously, you know, the Tampa Bay, as well as the Gulf of Mexico, you can kayak. So there's, there's lots of great places to kayak. That's so awesome. we're, yeah, so we're definitely, you know, we're still looking for that, that friend who has a boat. So yes, yeah. I just refuse, I refuse to, for, to put in the money and the time that it, takes to own a boat <laughs> yeah i get it so so i'm looking for that friend with the boat so i can just you know buy him a, buy him a case of beer you know on a weekend or something hey let's go let's go out in the boat <laughs> that's right listeners you hear that if you're in florida and you got a boat you better hit up tim <laughs> exactly exactly i'll, I'll become your best friend yeah. I'll, I'll buy, I'll, you know i'll buy Guaranteed you whatever friendship. case of beer you want yeah yeah <laughs> so good Awesome. Well, believe it or not, I didn't have you on here to talk about your boating and kayaking and your beautiful weather. Okay. <laughs> what? What? Really? Why not? Why not? No, no man. It's, it's, that's not what this podcast is about? No, no. We're, we're trying to shift a little bit back over to the hobby. Uh, all right, all right. When Shani's on, we uh, we talk about all this random stuff. No, but but seriously, uh, when, I, when I left the National... Um, your conversation was the one that stuck with me. Like I was super, super excited about what you guys are doing. And yeah, man, I'm just excited to hear your story. And I know you've told your story before. We'll try to dig into some of the stuff and uncover really how it all happened. And then some of the lessons learned. I mean, because the reality is whether you're running a nonprofit or whether you're running a for-profit, there's lots of lessons to learn when you're dealing with customers and dealing with messaging and all that stuff that I think we can learn from you. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate that. So, yeah, for sure. So I, I guess to start, give us a little bit of your, your hobby background, and then we'll dump, jump a little bit more specifically into Signature for Soldiers. Sure. Yeah. So um, hobby-wise, God, I, I've been I've been collecting sports cards primarily yeah. since I can remember, literally. Um, you know, I, I think my earliest memory was five, six years old, um, a friend of my dad's, his, he and his wife would come over and have dinner with my parents. And, um, the, the guy owned like a convenience store. And so he would always come over and, and bring my brothers and I, you know, packs of baseball cards and, and, you know, we'd rip them open and, you know, do, do the typical things that, you know, a five, six year old would do, you know, stack them together by team and throw mm-hmm. a rubber band around them, put them in a shoe box under the bed, you know, that type of thing. So, you know, really my earliest memories is, you know, kind of collecting, you know, 1978, 1979 tops, 1980 tops, and then just going from there. And, um, <clears throat> so, I've, you know, just like everybody else, you know, collected them and flipped them and, put them in binders and, you know, different things like that. Um, and then I guess, I don't know, I, you know, my, my dad and I were both avid baseball fans and, Mm -hmm. you know, we would watch games together and go to games and all that. And remember the one day we were watching a game and I don't know, I must've been 12, 13 years old. And, and, you know, my dad at the time, he grew up in, in the Bronx and, uh, grew up with all the great Yankee teams. And, you know, he started telling me about how he used to, you know, clip pictures out of magazines and send them to the players at the at Yankee Stadium, and then he'd get them back signed by them. I was oh, like, that's wow. cool. I'm like, I'm like, wow, that that's really kind of neat. And you know, I was really intrigued by that. And uh, you know, and then that's kind of how I got into doing autograph collecting. And um, you know, so I've been doing that on and off for you know thirty plus years. Um, wow. You know, 
So, yeah. So, you know, just kind of lots of stories about that. You know, I got into doing through the mail collecting, um, autograph collecting. And, you know, I remember, you know, mail day, you know, mail would come and my dad and I would go through the mail and there'd be a return there and open it up. And, you know, if it was like a retired player, you know, my dad and I would start talking about the guy's career and my dad would <laughs> tell me about, you know, what he remembers about the guy's career. And I'd be like, Oh, did you know he played for such and such team? And Oh no, he didn't, I didn't know that. And, you know, we, we just have those types of conversations and, you know, so, so like a lot of people, there's just a lot of nostalgia there and, you know, just, um, you know, it, it's just, to me, it's just a fun hobby and, you know, mm. help, helps kind of helps me take a break from reality some days. <laughs> For sure. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely a good stress reliever. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Huh. I mean, do you feel like the male auto is kind of a lost art or do you think it's just died completely? Because now, now I feel like all you you want to you want a response on a tweet, you know, you don't want an autograph right, anymore. Like right, you want right. some validation. What am I no, missing you, you know, I, I think it's... You know, I, I guess a lot of the older collectors are still really into the through the mail stuff, you know, because, I mean, that's what we grew up with. So that instant gratification isn't, you, you know, it can be delayed and there's still some of that excitement of, you know, hey, what's in the mail today? You know, it's like I'll say to my wife, I'll be like, hey, did you get the mail today? And she's like, no, it's just bills, you know, or it's just junk mail. And it's like, you know, well, why do you why do you care about the mail? Cause there might be something there for me, you know? Right. right. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, you, you know, I think, I think it is become a little bit of a lost art in the younger generation. Mm. Um, you know, it's in- interesting to kind of be on some of these message boards and things like that, where people are talking about it and, and, you know, you, you'll get a new collector that'll be like, Hey, you know, what's TTM stand for? And, um, hey, I'm going to try, you know, sending out a request and, you know, what, what do I need to know in order to do it? And, you know, things like that. And, you know, right. kind of some of those, some of those very basic beginner questions, which is for me, I mean, I, I think that's great. It's like, yeah, you know, let's definitely pass along the knowledge and, and, um, you know, the love of the hobby, so to speak, to, you know, somebody that's just getting into it, whether they're five or they're 500, you know hmm. what I mean? Um, <clears throat> So, you know, but yeah, I, I, you know, my personal, you know, my wife and I talk about this all the time. My personal opinion is, is, you know, we live in such an instant gratification society and Mm. and such a disposable society, you know, something breaks, what do you do with it? You throw it away, you know, and it's um, that, yeah, you know, I agree with you. It's, it's, you know, you know, Twitter and Instagram and, and other social media platforms, you know, there is that instant gratification, you know, it's. Um, but so I do, I do think it it is becoming kind of a lost art, but, you know, I also know that there's still a huge, um, collector base that, that is still very much into it and loves Mm -hmm. kind of sharing the hobby and talking about it and, and, you know, sharing kind of the secrets of the trade, so to speak. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. I'm just thinking, thinking through the times I've done it and I, uh, yeah, I need I need to figure out how to bring that back into my kids' lives. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you know, it's just yeah. it's just something I, I, there is something nostalgic about it for sure. Yeah. I, I mean I know for me, you know, when I got into it, you know, if anything, it helped me with um how to how to write, mm. you know, and, and, and how to organize my thoughts and things like that. Um, you know, and, and it you know, especially nowadays, you know, there's just all these 
shortened versions of words and and emojis and things like that. I mean, you can't put you can't necessarily write that way, you know. So, right. um, so I, you know, I think long term, you know, professionally, it's helped me in in terms of, you know, how do I organize my thoughts? How do I how do I how do I write down what it is I'm, I'm trying to convey mm. in a very concise way? Mm. So, um, so, you know, that's just kind of a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. No, but it's, it's interesting. No doubt. Something yeah. to think about. So tell me about the moment then. I mean, you obviously saw a need and maybe you can talk about the knee a little bit that kind of signature for soldiers spawned out of, but when was that moment where you thought, you know what, I need to do something. Talk us through yeah. that. Yeah, it you know it, it's funny that you say that because it's I, I remember being a kid, you know, a teenager, I don't know, sixteen or so, and 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 this has always just kind of been part of who I am. I've always kind of been that person to want to pay it forward, give back, you know, mm-hmm. kind of make my little slice of the world a little bit better. And of course, you know, at that age, you know, collect them in the junk wax era. But at that time, you know, oh, and you know, I'm sitting on a fortune here, and <clears throat> and I remember. <laughs> I remember being, you know, 15, 16 years old going, you know, I'm going to amass this wealth in my collection. And, and one day, you know, when I die, you know, I'm going to put it in my will that, you know, it's going to be sold and all the money is going to go to this charity to help, you know, these people and all of that. So, you know, fast forward to November of 2014 and, and, you know, through work, my job is taking my wife and I to several states and at the time we were living in Georgia and she had fallen asleep and I was watching I think I was watching a football game I think it was like a Thursday night football game or something like that mm-hmm. and I'm looking at you know the these boxes of cards that I have and of course now I know you know a lot of junk wax and you know I couldn't necessarily pay anybody to take them mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and I'm and I kind of just started to think to myself, I'm like, why am I waiting till I'm dead? You know, and, and you know, I utilize these to kind of help, help the world around me, so to speak. And, you know, at that point, it was 2014. So my wife and I had been involved with a charity called Military Missions in Act, North Carolina. Um, they support support homeless veterans and send now they send about 9,000 care packages a year to deployed military personnel and 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 you know we've been involved with them from the very beginning and I'm like you know how can you know why why am I waiting till I'm dead let me start to try to utilize these to raise some money for them mm-hmm. so they can continue the great work that they do and, you know and, and again I'm like okay so how do I do that well you know I'm I'm enjoying, you know, through the mail autograph collecting as a hobby, that type of thing. I'm like, let me just start to go through these cards, you know, get two or three cards of a guy, send them to him, say, hey, would you would you sign these knowing that I'm going to turn around and try to sell them hmm. for a handful of dollars? And that, you know, my ultimate goal is to raise $500 and, and all of the money is going directly to military missions in action. Hmm. And that's that's really how... It, it it started, you know. That, that so, is awesome. So, so you you had already been yeah. you were familiar with military missions in action, um, mm-hmm. and so you knew all along you wanted to you wanted to raise money for that specific organization. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah, my wife and I moved to North Carolina in late 2007. Um, my wife <clears throat> met a guy. A guy starts talking to her. Starts telling, starts sharing with her how he wants to start this nonprofit to help disabled veterans and and by doing home repairs and allowing mm-hmm. independent living. So my wife was like, "Oh, you need to talk to my husband. My husband's a, you know, licensed clinical social worker, and he works with." veterans and you know you, you really need to talk to him about that so that's how my wife and i basically got involved with with military missions in action and and you know so when we met mike dorman who's the founder and the executive director it was really just just an idea for him um <clears throat> so we've we've seen it go from an idea to standing up with zero dollars in the bank to now how many would we almost 12 years later to having done well over $10 million worth of services. And, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And all the while, you know, they, they keep their administrative costs right around 3%, um, which means for every dollar they take in 97 cents is going directly to one of those programs that they say they're, they're doing to help veterans. And, and why is that important? National average for a nonprofit is about 20% for admin administrative costs so they're well under that wow that's so awesome yeah i'm looking at actually have the pamphlet in front of me that you gave me when i was out there in chicago um yeah have you ever been involved in some of these projects have you seen seen kind of firsthand when they're doing something yeah 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 so um when when we were living in north North carolina my wife and i were you know we would volunteer to help with some of the projects, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they would do everything from building wheelchair ramps to widening doorways to ripping ripping up flooring and you know whether it's carpeting or something like that to put down a hardwood you know hard surface so wheelchair can get around more easily. Um, we've seen them literally you know rewire a whole house because electrical wasn't up to code to replumbing a whole house because that's not up to code or to um, ripping out a bathroom and making it more handicapped and wheelchair accessible. Um, you know, just things like that. I mean, they, they've done, you know, anything that you can think of in terms of, you know, repairs to a house to make it so it's safe and livable and allows for independent living for somebody that has some type of disability. We've seen them literally do that. Um, you know, tearing mm-hmm. out old, old uh, toilets and putting in a commode that's um, is to get on and off the commode, mm-hmm. um, things like that. You know, and then we've we've done fundraising for them. Um, I've I've served on the board of directors. My wife and I are now on their um, advisory board, so we've kind of <laughs> seen the whole gamut. Yeah, and and it's pretty amazing to kind of see that. You know, I'm. Remember one one project. It was a um, Vietnam veteran who was um, just because of old age had a very difficult time getting around um, and in and out of his house and all that. So we helped build a wheelchair ramp for for them so they could make it easier to get in and out of the house. Mm-hmm. And you know, and they usually will build like a deck area and then the wheelchair ramp. 
and after we finished it, you know, the, what they always do is they'll always put somewhere on there where you can hang an American flag. So, <clears throat> the, you know, we finish it, the husband and wife come out onto the deck area so they can put the American flag up and the wife has tears in her eyes. And she says, this is the first time in three years that he's been able to come outside and just sit. And, wow. and yeah. So, I mean, just, just things like that, that we take for granted. It's, it's just absolutely amazing. And, and you know, all of that is done at no cost to the recipients. Wow. That's so awesome. So, yeah. so how do you have a, do you kind of have an idea how big the problem is? I mean, I'm assuming there's not enough money to solve this problem for sure, right? But what what is when military yeah. when military missions in action looks at this? I mean, how big is this problem? Well, you, you know, for them, they're they're localized, so they pretty much just function within the state of North Carolina. Okay, and um, you know, they're they're starting to expand into kind of neighboring states and that type of thing as as the as the organization grows. But you know, locally, I mean, you know, just just look in your own community, and and it is a problem um, that is nationwide. Because you know, when when we talk about disabilities, you know, people automatically think of you know the, the military personnel who got blown up and you know lost all their limbs and they're wheelchair bound and that type. Right. Of thing. Sometimes the disability is just old age. You know, and and, you know, as any of us age, you know, we may not have the resources to maintain our home the way that we need to maintain them to allow for mm -hmm. safe, independent living. You know, um, right. there have been places where, you know, a slow leak over a period of time has rotted out the floorboards, and, okay. you know, you know, and, and the person just can't doesn't have the resources to you know, repair that hole in the floor. So they're, you know, walking, they know not to step in that spot and they walk around it, <laughs> you know, and it's, mm. um, but you know, this, I think it's a very common problem. I mean, I remember the conversation I had with Mike when he and I met, you know, and, and I, I literally told him, I said, Mike, I said, I can refer one person, one veteran a day to you to do a project in their home to allow for independent living for, for every day for the next year. And we won't even begin to scratch the surface. Wow. And, and, you know, and I think that really opened up his eyes to what the need is. And, and, you know, one of the other things that the, that military missions in action does that I don't think a lot of people think about is, you know, supporting homeless veterans. Um, there is a program that, allows homeless veterans to get into affordable housing mm -hmm. and basically the program helps to pay for the rent and, and utilities well that's great and wonderful but what people don't realize is that you take somebody who is homeless veteran or non-veteran put them you know say it's a single person you put them in a one-bedroom place that's great they now have a roof over their head but all they have are literally the clothes on their back and the bags that they're carrying. So they don't have a bed. They don't have a TV. They don't mm -hmm. have a couch. They don't have, um, you know, pots and pans and, and so forth and so on. 
So one of the things that military missions in action will do is when they find out that there's a veteran that's gotten newly housed, they will show up and literally furnish the whole place, literally down to a shower curtain, to flatware, silverware. They give them gift cards so they can put food in the refrigerator Mm. so that the house, you know, their house actually becomes a home. And, Mm. And, you know, that's, you know, I think that's also something that, people miss the mark on yeah you, you definitely <clears throat> think about that it's it's not that's not very it's not glorified <laughs> right well it, it, it's not as in your face as yeah you know some other societal problems if right. you will you know um and and you know with you know just human nature if it's not right in front of you you, you have a tendency not to really think about it or consider it yeah no that's a great point I love. I absolutely love the missions. No pun intended. I, I love MMIA. I love what they're doing. Yeah, uh, I've read through the pamphlet ten times, and I keep looking at the pictures and the Facebook sites. I, I just, I'm huge believer. I can't wait to find more ways to support it. So let's talk about. I mean, you you went in 2014. You yeah. had a goal of 500 bucks. Yep. I mean, fast forward now, you're getting ready to cross the sixty thousand dollar threshold. But let's <laughs> let's go, which is an unbelievable. Yeah, right. If it's unbelievable to you, can you imagine what it is to me? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, I, I still, I still get literal goosebumps when I talk about it because I'm like, so yeah, cool. you know, it, it was five hundred dollars and I'm yeah. now almost sixty thousand dollars. So it, it, take us crazy. back there, then. Take us back yeah. to that moment where you got that, you got the five hundred bucks, and maybe just kind of tell us the initial response when you started doing it. Was it? Was it kind of did it? Did you shudder, or were you like, "Oh wow, people do care about this"? What What was this response? Well, you know, it, it was so. You know, I can remember. I remember literally like the first first two players that I reached out to. One mm-hmm. um, was Barry Lyons, you know, catcher for the for the Mets, mm-hmm. and then um, Chris Hammond, who was a pitcher for the Reds when they won the. 1990 world series he also went on to pitch with the florida marlins and the yankees Mm -hmm. um you know not big huge names both of them you know when i told them what i was doing both of them jumped on board absolutely love to help out send whatever you want me to sign that type of thing so here i am you know i'm I'm literally selling these autograph cards for a couple dollars Mm -hmm. and and i remember putting it out on i remember taking a picture of the cards that Barry Lyons signed for me and I put it out on Facebook and, and say, you know, I'm asking, you know, $3, $5 a card, whatever. And this lady contacts me and I don't know, there were probably like 10, 10 cards or so. And she contacts me and she says, I will give you $300 for all of them. And I, and I just sat there for a moment and I went, Oh my God. I'm like, this can actually like be a real thing. Um, you, you know, this this can actually, you know, if, if I were able to build this big enough, this can actually raise some pretty significant money for for military missions in action. Mm-hmm. And and I still remember that moment, you know. And and, and I will I'll still reach out to Barry Lines and and Chris Hammond and say, do you guys realize 
you were put in my path for a reason. And, and, you know, when we, when you, when you signed on and said, yes, this was the goal. And, and, you know, I'd raised zero dollars at the time and this is where we are now. And it just, that type of thing just helps me stay grounded and, and hmm. stay humble about the whole thing. And just, you know, just keeps it really in perspective on how this thing has really grown. So it's, oh, it's, cool. it's yeah, yeah, it's been really cool. No kidding. So you sold those and then kind of what was the process after that? Did you just start checking the boxes and going through players? Did you start reaching yeah. out to people? Okay. Yeah. 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 Just continuing to reach out to players saying, Hey, you know, this is, this is what I'm doing. This is, this is where the money's going to go. You know, here's, here's information about the organization, you know, um, just really being very transparent about it, just really encouraging them to, to vet the vet the charity, um, you know all of that, you know because I, I think what people forget is that you know these athletes, whether it's your your you know Mariano Rivera's or your John Smiths who you know had a sniff in the major leagues or or whatever, mm -hmm. um, you know there are so many people that are tugging at these at these players wanting mm -hmm. a piece of of them for whatever reason. And, you know, we hear these horror stories of, Oh, you know, so-and-so got involved with this and it was a bad deal. And, you know, now they're broke or now right. they're in jail or, you know, whatever it is, you know, to me, I'm like, Hey, I'm asking you to sign a couple cards. Yeah. May not be a big thing, but it, it's requiring your time. Hmm. Um, so, so if this is going to be something you're going to invest your time in, I want you to vet, this process. I want you to, you know, talk to other players that I've, I, that are doing this for me that are, mm -hmm. you know, I want you to, I want you to check out the charity and make sure it's a legit thing that, you know, it, you're not going to be associating your name with a charity that doesn't fall in line with your values, you know? Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so that's really kind of, kind of what I do even, even to this day, you know, I, I still will provide the information. Hey, if you need to, you know, if, if you want to talk to some players who are supporting what I'm doing that can vouch for me, that can say, yep, Tim's doing what he says he's doing, you know, I'd be happy to provide those those references, so to speak. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you know, after that, it was just, you know, I just started reaching out to more and more folks. And then, you know, you always think of the weirdest things at the weirdest times. And, uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm walking the dog the one day and, um, and uh and i'm just like wow i'm like you know this thing's really starting to grow i'm like i, I guess i need to kind of give it a name you know Let, let's mm -hmm. give it a let's give it a, ca a catchy name you know and i'm like breaker culture was taken i get it yeah i'm like autographs i'm like autographs autographs signatures signature and it just kind of <laughs> came to me you know it was like i'm like oh signatures for soldiers uh, yeah let me let me let that you know, let's simmer for a bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and I gave it a few days. And I'm like, you know what? That's what I'm going to go with. And it, it just kind of, and it's just kind of gone from there. So yeah, yeah. it's it just, you know, very, just a very organic thing. Oh, that's awesome. That's the way it's supposed to work, right? When you yeah, see yeah, it in the movies, exactly. it works that way. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking for the cameras now, you know? Exactly. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> so what, um, I mean, I, I would assume momentum's continued to build, but there's there's been those moments. I I mean, I know you would agree. There's been those moments where you're like, do I keep doing this? Yeah. What yeah. what 
what have been kind of the tougher hurdles to get past when you're doing this on the nonprofit side? Um, you know, so again, you know, this, for people that don't know, this is, this is my volunteer work. I, right. I, right. I literally make zero money off of this. Yep. Um, you know, so I, I have a full-time job that pays my bills and things like that. So, you know, I've, I have my life that happens outside of signatures <laughs> for soldiers. Uh, you know, and I, I think, I think that's where some of the hurdles have been for me that, you mm. know, there, there have been days where, you know, you're just, you're just tired from life, mm. you know, whether it's, it's work or, or what have you and, and kind of gone, okay, you know what, I've raised X number of dollars, you know, and I think it's time to shut it down. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, do I really want to do that? You know, um, you know, things like that. So, so for me, I think it's been some of the, some of the struggles have been more of kind of the internal struggles of, you know, how much longer do I want to do this, you know, and, and what's the end state and, and things like that. Right. Um, you know, I think some of the other struggles is, you know, as it's grown, you know, can I keep up with, the growth just myself <laughs> you know um yep. and, and then okay you know th- this is something that you know it, it, it's become a brand if you will and and you know how do i get the right people involved that have the same passion and values that i have for it so it doesn't it, it doesn't doesn't go down the path that i don't want it to go if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, so I think those have kind of been some of the, some of the struggles that I've had over the last near five years of doing this. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's probably a good segue into, I mean, we, when you, when you think about the little tugs you get to go in different directions, what, what is the, what does the hobby kind of tell you? What, where, where do you feel like maybe you've, you've, tr- you've, people have tried to pull you in this direction. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've had, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to drop names. Sure. But, you know, I've, I've had a lawyer for a player reach out to me and said, yeah, you know, they'd love to help support you. And, and you know, they'll, they'll willing to sign whatever you need. I'm like, oh, that's great. That's wonderful. But this is what we need. You know, he gets 50 percent of whatever you sell it for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, and. And I've just really tried to stay true to what the initial goal and the initial mission of this is, is that okay. if, if I say I sell it for $5, $5 is going to the charity. You know, it, it's not going in anybody's pocket. And, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, so, you know, so that that was a that was a moment where I just had to politely, you know, thank you for for the conversation. Thank you for the support. But that's just not a direction I want to go. Mm-hmm. And. And, and, you know, we've just kind of, so to speak, shook hands and parted ways, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So, you know, so I've had moments like that. Um, You know, the the moments where I'm like, all right, you know what, life has just gotten too busy. I can't can't continue it at this pace and and I'm just going to shut it down. And as soon as I... I remember the one time I kind of threw it out there on social media, you know, I was having a bad day and bad night. And I'm like, that's it. I'm just done. You know, we're, we're shutting it down. <laughs> with it. Yeah, exactly. And, and all of a sudden the uproar on social media from, from people in the hobby, they're like, no, you, you, you absolutely can't do that. 
Mm-hmm. We're not letting you do that. Yeah. You, you know, it's, it's like, I'm like, what do you mean you're not letting me do it? It's my thing. No, <laughs> right. no, 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 it, you're not doing it. Huh. And I think at that, mo- at that moment, I, I, I realized that Signatures for Soldiers became much more than just about raising money for the charity. It has become a community that mm. really wants to give back and really wants to take care of people and, and really wants to use the hobby as a, as a positive, um, as a positive force in our society, you know, and it, and my wife and I have for years have had this conversation where <clears throat> we both firmly believe that people want to help, you know, what, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is, people just don't know how oftentimes. And and what I've realized is that Signatures for Soldiers has become that vehicle to help people with the how. And and just because of that, I don't think I can ever stop this. <laughs> mm. you it's, know, it's now uh, recorded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, but I mean, that's the reality of it. You know, like I said, I, I can remember that moment. You know, I'm laying in bed and I'm on my phone and I'm on Twitter and I'm like, that's, that's it. I'm, I'm just done. You know, pe- people are driving me crazy. I'm, not, I'm just, I don't have time for this. You know, I'm just too busy. And, and people are like, well, no. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean, no? Like this, this is my thing. You don't get to tell me. And, and, and like all of a sudden it dawned on me. I'm like, wow, like this is signatures for soldiers is no longer my thing. It is, Mm. it is our thing. Um, it it is our community. It is, is our way to, to give back to, to our veterans and, and to Mm -hmm. take care of them and to let them know that we love them and we care about them. So, um, so, you know, those have been some really powerful moments for me. Hmm. I love it, man. That's just, that's authentic. That's authentic. <laughs> I love it. What's, so let's shift a little bit to the the business side of it and okay. help people that are running their own business in the hobby or maybe not even in the hobby. What lessons have you learned from maybe connecting a message with people? What's worked? You know, what hasn't worked? What have you tweaked? Anything that stands out to you? Yeah. You know, I, I think regardless of what it is, there have you have to have a passion for it. Um, if the passion isn't there, it, it, it's just noise. Um, mm. You know, I, I mean, not to put you on the spot, but I, you know, I hope you know when we met in Chicago and I started telling you about what I was doing. It's contagious, man. But, you know, yeah. you know, hopefully you felt that passion for mm. it um, that that I have. Um, you know, because my firm belief, you know, in business world is that. I if you I can hire somebody and teach them anything. What I can't teach them is the passion and the drive, you know. And and I think that's that holds true for a lot of things, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that signatures for soldiers would be where it is without myself and and the other people that are involved with it having the passion for it. Um, you know, the passion for the hobby, the passion for helping our veterans, the passion for military missions in action, um, you know, because anybody that is really connected to it, that there is this passion there for, you know, for one of those areas. And, and I think that's got to come across. So, you know, if you're, if you're in budget, if you're in business to sell widgets, 
you have to have a, you have to have a passion for those widgets, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, no no one's really mm. going to care, um, you, you know. And 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 I think also, you know, what I've learned is that you only have a finite window to get your message across. So mm. you've got to really have what I call that elevator speech, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's like at the national people would come up to the table. Hey, have you heard about signatures for soldiers and what we're doing? No, I haven't. Okay. While you're looking, I'm going to take one minute of your time and I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what we do. And I, and I have, I have this elevator speech and I give them the absolute basics behind it. And this is what we do. And that you know, and, and most of the time that will lead to additional questions from them. Well, what about this? What about this? And then that helps engage in that conversation. So, you know, you definitely have to have that elevator speech because you, you're going to have that slight window of opportunity to really sell what it is you're doing. Mm. So if I could sum up what you just said, deliver your passion with some urgency. Yeah. Have some urgency behind it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, dude, I love it. Okay, um, that's super helpful. Have you ever heard of a guy? Have you ever heard of a guy named Art Williams? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. one of my favorite businessmen, inspirational guys. But he—that's kind of at the core of what he talks about too, right? It's like yeah, you, you cannot. I mean, I can teach you just about everything about business, yeah, but yeah, I can't yeah. teach you mental toughness. I can't teach you passion. No, no. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I joke all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I, I can teach my dog to do what I, you know, to do this part of a job, you know, <laughs> I mean, my, my dogs are pretty smart. They, they can probably learn it, but if, if there isn't the passion and the drive there, you know, it, it, it's really all for nothing. Hmm. For sure. Okay. What have you learned from the, I guess the delivery of your message from, I guess, a social media perspective, what, what has kind of resonated within the hobby I mean, cause you're on, you're on multiple platforms, right? You've kind of figured out what works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, you're at the, I mean, you're at the national. So you, I mean, you obviously value face-to-face <laughs> interaction, right? I mean, but yeah, what else absolutely. have you learned from just continuing to grow your message with all these platforms we have? Um, you know, it. I mean, for me, you know, Twitter is kind of, you know, in the moment type things. Oh, you mm-hmm. know, this, this idea comes to my head. Let me tweet it out there. Um, Facebook is more, I I use kind of more for that ongoing message type thing. Um, you know, telling our story, you know, kind of picking up from, Hey, yesterday, you know, we talked about this today. We're talking about this, you know, as, as we build, um, that type of thing. Um, Instagram, I'm, I'm still kind of wrapping my, my arms around that, you know, cause that's a lot of picture based stuff. So if I'm not taking pictures and stuff, it's not necessarily doesn't quite work. Right. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, um, yeah, it's, you know, so for me, I, I think that's, that's kind of how I use the social media platforms. Um, any work you, better you know, than for, others for you? Twitter has been really good for me, um, for, for signatures for soldiers. Um, I I think there's just more of, you know, as we had talked about before, there's more of that instant, um, interaction more so than say Facebook or, um, or, or, uh, or Instagram. Um, but you know, I think what's really worked for me, regardless of the platform has just been trying to be 
as authentic as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I started, you know, when I started this and I, I say it all the time, you know, signatures for soldiers is not about Tim Virgilio. Um, but I also understand I'm, I've kind of become the face of it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I kind of have to be, be the wizard and, and pull back the curtain and, and allow people to kind of see who Tim Virgilio is. And, you know, yeah, Tim Virgilio has his good days. He has his bad days. And, you know, he, he has his, he has his marriage that he's got to attend to and he's got his work life and he's got his two dogs and, you know, things like that. Um, so, you know, I think that's kind of helped people, uh, hopefully has helped people kind of connect personally as well. You know, that it's not just about, okay, how much money can we raise? You know, it's not mm-hmm. just the bottom line. It, it's about that human element, you know, which, um, you know, you and I talked about earlier with the projects that military missions in action does, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's not just, okay, we've now checked the box and, you know, we've hit this, you know, we've hit this next 5,000 or $10,000 mark and okay, marching right. on to the next one. It's, it, it's more than that. You know, it's, it, you know, the, this money actually that it raises genuinely transforms lives hmm. so hmm. on that note, i don't know i don't know if that quite answered your question but. No, man. <laughs> i'm taking notes for myself i i, I feel uh, i'm an advantage in some of these situations where i get to hear everything and i get to learn from all you guys and you're i love it man it's just it's incredible can we take a quick break and then I, i'd love to talk a little bit more about the amazing stories that i've heard you tell <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely all right All right, let me take a quick break here and tell you a little bit about what's going on over at BreakerCulture.com. If you do not use our website or you haven't been in there in a while, uh, highly recommend that you do it because we do a lot of really neat stuff on the analysis side to help you as a collector, help you as a hobbyist better understand where to spend your money and how to spend your money. Things like putting pricing ladders together where we look at pr- products like Contenders Football or Prism Basketball or Bowman Draft Baseball. Um, all those popular products that are very driven by rookies and prospect autos or silvers in the basketball side, we help put together weekly and monthly pricing updates to, to give you a good idea of the directional flow, the movement of some of those players so that you can, again, be a better investor when it comes to those types of, of investments. Now, other things that we do, uh, we have a great new writer, a gentleman named Tyson Banker has been putting out some articles um, on, hey, here's some sleepers in these products. Um, here's a heat check on this product. Heat checks are some things that we're doing to help you get um, good insight into a product after it releases a couple weeks. Um, so lots of things. Go to breakerculture.com. Be sure to stop by there every week and see the new stuff that comes out. Subscribe to our email list um, right at the bottom of our, our webpage there. And, uh, and as always, if you need anything, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter at BreakerCulture. We appreciate everything that you guys do and interact with us on BreakerCulture. Uh, we look forward to continuing to put out content that helps you, the collector, Hopefully make better investments, enjoy the hobby more, and uh, yeah, have an overall good time. Back to the show. All right, we're, uh, we're refreshed. We're rehydrated. We are. We are. We are. I've, I've got a full cup of water. I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> I'm on my second cup of coffee. My second mm, and I final. Don't, 
you know, I, I do not drink coffee. This is I am naturally this bubbly. Wow. You are very, very bubbly. It's the word I was thinking, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wake up this bubbly. You know, my wife don't don't talk to her till she's, you know, three quarters of the way through her coffee. You know, well, you know if I want to make I'm... my wife smile first thing in the morning, all I do is hand her her coffee. That's Beautiful. Beautiful. Don't even say good morning. I love you. Nothing. Just here's your, just not even here's your coffee. Just stretch out the hand. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. You, uh, do you remember that McDonald's commercial that came out a couple years ago where that guy was like just moping around? Like life didn't mean anything all yeah. morning and then he got that coffee and it's like everything happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I can like, relate. You know, the, the, the sun comes out, the birds start <laughs> Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Beautiful marketing. <laughs> That's beautiful marketing. Um, no. Yeah, I actually considered McDonald's coffee after that commercial. So good, See, good for them. Exactly. It worked. Exactly. It worked. <laughs> Um, all right. So, so we talked about how you kind of got to where you are. We talked about some of the stuff about your business, what you've learned and the, the just the nonprofit, the marketing, all that stuff. Really, really good stuff. Now let's talk about the really fun stuff. Okay. Just, I mean, you've, you've dealt with, interacted with multiple players over the last yeah. five years. Yeah. Give us a couple that have stood out to you. And if you want to name names, that's great. If you don't, I get okay. it. But I mean, I, there's just some amazing players out there that we tend to lose sight of that have done some really cool things. You know, and, and, and I've said this all the time, and, you know, if somebody's listening to this podcast, they've probably heard me say it on other podcasts. <clears throat> What's really been cool for me doing this is, you know, we're talking about these athletes that are literally at the pinnacle of their profession. And to find out that they're even better human beings than they are athletes has been something that's been really cool for me to find out, you know, to kind of, as, as I, as I say, you know, pull the curtain back and, you know, and, and be able to see that, that that's been really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, God, I can give you endless stories. Um, you know, one of the first ones that really kind of pops into my head is, um, Mitch Williams, who was, you know, reliever for the Rangers Cubs and Phillies mm-hmm. I, I contact him I, I let him know what I'm doing and, and <clears throat> he's like yeah I, absolutely I'll, I'll sign for you like, great and then I you know follow-up question from that is okay you know should I limit the number of cards I send to you or items they send to you and you know some players will say yeah you know send me 10 send me 20 don't send me any more than this um, you know, one player, Eric Davis made me laugh. I'm like, you know, can, you know, he says, yep, I'll sign for you. Should I limit how much I send to you? He said, yeah, don't send me any more than a hundred cards. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Um, Thank you. Eric. I'm, like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, you know, I've, I've got 35. Can you wait? So I get another 65 and then I'll just send you all hundred, you know, you, you know, it was just, you know, it, that was one of the things that just kind of made me chuckle. I'm like, it's all relative. I'm like, got it. No problem. But, you know, but with Mitch Williams, you know, like, Hey, you know, should I limit how much I send you? And he says, he says to me, he goes, Tim, he said, I will sign until my hand falls off. And then I will start signing with my other hand. And, and that just, wow. Really just, that is just always stuck with me. I'm like, that's really freaking cool. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, some other players that have just, kind of god i mean there's just so many um lance mccullers jr with the astros um Mm -hmm. i think it was his first or second season in the majors reaches out to me on social media and says hey uh 
um, it, it was it was a week before Memorial Day, and he mm-hmm. says to me, "Hey, after Memorial Day, I want to send you my cleats and my hat for you to raise money." And he sends me a picture of his cleats and his hat that he's going to wear, you know, Memorial Day weekend. Um, and and it, that just like blew me away. I'm like, wow. I'm like, you know, somebody just, you know, guy just like, you know, just really starting his career, and, mm-hmm. you know, up and coming with the Astros. And he just wants to just give me something to help the cause. I mean, that so that has always stuck with me. Um, TJ Yoshi, who, you know, plays for the, for the Capitals again, same type of thing, you know, reaches out to me, says, I want to help. And, and I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you some stuff. Well, he sends me one of his sticks that he signed and along with, you know, a couple, um, a couple pucks, you know, and, you know, I come home from work and there's this big bag, you know, probably almost as tall as I am. And it's, you know, and, and on the outside of the bag is, you know, Washington Capitals logos all over it. And my wife looks at me and she goes, should I even ask? I said, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, so then, you know, so, uh, you know, so just things like that, you know, Dusty Baker, um, you know, so he, he finds out what I'm doing and he sends me this huge box. And when I, when I say huge, it's probably, you know, 18 inches tall, 18 inches wide, two, two feet long type thing. Um, just packed with all this stuff of his that he signed jerseys, hats, cleats, you know, his wristbands, um, photos, cards, balls, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and, and and I didn't know this about him until he and I kind of went back and forth after I, I I got the package from him. I said, hey, you know, really appreciate it. And he said, Tim, he said, you're doing something that's really special for my brothers in arms. I'm like, what do you mean your brothers in arms? Mm-hmm. Here when he played with the um, when he played with the Braves, uh, mm-hmm. late 60s, early 70s, he was in the Marine Corps Reserve and in the off season would do his duty time. Wow. So, so, you know, he's got that connection. Um, hmm. who else, uh, you know, John Gibbons who, you know, played with, played briefly with the Mets and longtime manager with, the, with the Blue Jays. Um, you know, I, I meet him and, and he signs stuff for me and we start talking and he said, you know, Tim, he said, he said, I really appreciate what you're doing to help these veterans. He said, my dad served 30 years in the air force. Like, wow, I'm like, didn't know that. That's okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, but but it's really kind of interesting as you talk to these players and, and these coaches, you know, to find out, you know, there's they have some level of connection to the military somehow, and mm-hmm. so that's been really cool. Um, that's awesome. What about some on-field interactions? Uh, there was a story you were telling me, and I don't know if you can tell it, but well, you you basically got texted. Because... Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That that is definitely one of my favorite stories. Um, so my wife and I live in St. Petersburg, Florida. We literally live like 15 minutes from Tropicana Field, where the Rays play. And um, it's always sold out, it, which is the best thing about Tropicana. Uh, no, not really. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were being sarcastic. Um, so. 
so it was last season. Um, so last season, the pitching coach for the Orioles is Roger McDowell, and, and Roger McDowell had been signing for me for quite a bit. Um, so he and I had made plans that we were going to meet up um, before the game on Saturday. So, you know, my wife and I were going to go to the game on Saturday. We're going to meet up with him just so I could say hello and, and really thank him for what he's been doing for for the signatures for soldiers. So it's Friday night. And I'm just kind of sitting there. I have the opening game of the Orioles race series on TV as they're playing in Tropicana Field. And, you know, I'm just kind of messing around on Twitter. <clears throat> also, this this message pops up. And so I click over, look at the message and, and here it's a message from Adam Jones, who, you know, at the now playing for the Diamondbacks, but was mm-hmm. playing for the Orioles last season mm-hmm. says, Hey, how can I help? So I'm kind of looking at my phone and I look up at the TV and, and, you know, the Orioles are out on defense. I'm like, I'm like, shouldn't you be, playing right now <laughs> and he's he's like he's like yeah he's like I'm, I'm not in the lineup so i'm in the clubhouse and i reach out to you and i'm like okay cool i'm like well as a matter of fact you know we're gonna be at the game tomorrow we're meeting up with roger mcdowell and you know um it you know it'd be great to say hello and all that and he said absolutely we'll do that so then saturday rolls around we go to the game um you know we're kind of down by the bullpen waiting for Roger McDowell and all of a sudden I see you know this head pop out of the out of the um, dugout and pops back in and then out runs Adam Jones and he's got a bat in hand comes over shakes my hand we start talking hands me the bat which he signed and you know it's one of his gamers and he's like wow. he's like you know here he's like it's just kind of my little way to say thank you know say thanks and and help support what you're doing and you know and we we just kind of stood there and talked for a few minutes and you know just really down to earth guy you know and i've always known that you know he was very much involved in the community and, Mm -hmm. and has always done a lot of off the field things to just have a positive influence and use his platform to kind of promote good things but you know again you know it's one of those things where you know these these guys are watching, you know, and mm. they're they're kind of like, hey, you know, we're, I'm paying attention, and 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 I like the things that you're doing, and I want to help. And it's for me, it's it's I don't even know how to express it. I'm I'm just I'm nobody. I'm just an everyday guy <laughs> showing up for work, you know, making a living, and and here, you know, these guys that we're seeing on TV are paying attention. Mm. So 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 it's really really cool. But I mean, yeah, I I've got story after story you know last year in cleveland um when i went to the national um uh terry francona's son found out what i was doing and his son served in the marine corps and Mm. um so he and his dad got together and had a couple players sign some jerseys and one of the players donated a bat and his dad signed a bunch of balls and a hat and things like that so his son shows up at the at the national and drops him off and says, here, this is from, from my dad and I to help support what you're doing. You know? It, so it, there's just so cool. some, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, kind of later in the season, um, you know, I got together with Terry Francona when, um, the Indians came into town and he signed a whole bunch of stuff for me. And, 
um, you know, as, as I'm kind of packing things up and all that, he said, so, you know, so where, where are you at with raising money? So I tell him and he, you know, and at that time I was like $500 shy of hitting, you know, 35,000 or something like that. You know, he goes to his desk, reaches in, grabs out $500, gives it to me. He says, here you go. You can just now hit your mark. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is insane. I'm no like, this, kidding. This is absolutely insane. So amazing. Um, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But it, it, it's just awesome to just kind of find out that there's just these great people mm. and, uh, you know, that, that have this platform that want to use it for some really positive things. No, that's exactly it. I mean, I think in, in our hobby, right, we, we can tend to glorify players for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Stats drive values, values make you money, all that stuff. And yeah. you forget that there are some incredible human beings yeah. behind those and, jerseys. And, yeah, and, and kind of as a collector, I think one of my favorite stories was from last year's National in Cleveland, and I've told this quite a number of times. So growing up, I grew up in Connecticut and grew up a Mets fan. You know, I'm 14, 13, 14 years old, and, you know, Greg Jeffries is, like, the prospect, you know. So I'm like, yeah, he, he's my guy, <laughs> you know, as a fan. So, you know, fast forward, you know, Greg Jeffries is now signing for Signatures for Soldiers, supporting what we're doing. Find out, you know, when I'm going to be in Cleveland for the National. He's going to be one of the signers there. I'm like, this this would be great. And I'm like, you know, hey, if you get an opportunity, love just to say hi and just thank you and so uh so i got an autograph ticket i'm waiting in line i get up there i have the signatures for soldiers banner and i don't say anything i just slide it right in front of him and he looks down at the banner looks up his eyes are real big he goes tim he goes oh my god and he's like oh, this is awesome i thought i was hoping i'd see you and i i go to shake his hand he goes no come here and he gets up gives me this big bro hug like you know <laughs> like like we've known each other for like 40 years and just you know, as he's sitting down to sign the banner, he's telling anybody that I'll listen, you know, I work with these guys. These guys do some awesome stuff. And he's like, you know, it, it was just so for, you know, that was just really kind of cool. Man, too, so cool. That, you know, and I just said to him, I said, okay, I said, the 14 year old in me is going to geek out for me. <laughs> this is, I'm like, this is really freaking cool. And he just laughed, you know, and it just, but you, again, just, just to find out, you know, here I am, you know, I'm, I'm this 14 year old kid, I'm, I'm idolizing, you know, the next great player, you know, the, and, you know, thir you know, fast forward 30 years and here I find out he is just an absolutely fantastic human being. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, that's awesome. That is so cool. So cool. <clears throat> I bet you could literally rattle off stories for the next two hours. I could. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I don't think you have that much time, or, or want to stay stay on the line with me that long. <laughs> we'll have to save it part two, as we uh, okay, as we hit your next goal. So <laughs> let's shift real quick. Then I, I'd love to get your perspective yeah. on the hobby as a whole. Okay. You know, I mean, uh, you because you've been in the hobby for a long time, but and you've been probably more plugged in since 2014 when you started doing Six for Soldiers. Yeah. What do, do you, are you a fan of the direction of the hobby? I mean. Tell yeah, me what you think. You know, I I think like a lot of people, you know, I was really heavy into the hobby when I was a kid. And, and then, you know, you get into your teenage years and then, you know, other interests come into play, i.e. girls. Um, you know, and then I go off to college and <laughs> I then, love that. You, you know, I, I 
you know, get married, you know, so obviously during those years, you know, my, my involvement waned and then I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to start collecting again. And I come back and there's just all this product and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm like, where, where do you even begin? (laughs) You know? And, and, you know, people are chasing this insert and this insert of the insert. And it's like, Holy good God, you know? Um, but you know, as I've kind of gotten back into the hobby, um, you know, with doing this, you know, what I like is that the manufacturers are kind of making different tiers for, for the collectors. You know, you, you have some people that are just, they're in it to, you know, get the highest bang for their buck and, and then flip it and, mm-hmm. and make money and reinvest it and all that. And so, so you definitely have those really high end products that you can do that. But then also, you know, there's still that entry level stuff for, folks that are just collecting simply to collect, mm-hmm. you know, and, or, or just somebody that's brand new to the hobby or, or a kid that's in the hobby. And, you know, being at the last two nationals has been really cool because, you know, manufacturers are really <clears throat> focusing in on, you know, how do we build that next generation of collectors? Right. Um, so, so that's been really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what, you know, being in Chicago last week, um, I think what really struck me as, as we were set up there and kind of promoting what we're doing and, and raising money for the charity was, so this was the second national that I did. And then I did a show in Houston when TriStar invited us back in February. Um, so basically set up at three shows and, and what I really kind of, what was really cool for me to see was kind of three things um, to see a lot of kind of parents with kids at, at the show kind of collecting together, so to speak. Cause I remember, you know, being a kid, I, you know, I would drag my parents to local shows to get autographs and, you know, my dad and I would spend hours on end, you know, walking up and down the floor, you know, just looking at stuff, talking about the players, things like that. So kind of from a nostalgia perspective, that was really cool to see. As people have found out what signatures for soldiers is about it, what's really been kind of interesting for me to see. And and I never really realized this until I started doing this is how many military veterans collect, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and and really you really wouldn't know it unless the person comes out and says, yeah, I'm an army veteran. I'm a Marine Corps veteran, you know, so forth and so on. Um, But, you know, they, they share that with us because of what our mission is. Um, So that's been, that's been really cool to see as well. You know, and one guy told, told my wife in Chicago, he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, I got out of the military and, and my doctor told me I needed to, I needed a hobby. He's like, so I started collecting cards. He's like, that's what I do now. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. Beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and, you know, and then the other thing I think was, was really cool for me to see is just the number of females that are collecting now, you know, girls and women. Um, you know, so I think that's, for me, that's really cool. You hmm. know, like my, my wife is, she's a, thankfully, she's an avid sports fan like I am. So, you know, we'll go to a lot of sporting events together. Um, but just to see that has been really kind of cool, you know, there's, and, and, um, so, so that's been 
Mm. I, I think those are kind of some of the things that really stand out to me about the hobby. Um, like I said, you know, it's, I think there's a lot of momentum with the hobby. I think it's kind of building. It's definitely building again. I mean, according to the promoters for the national, you know, this was the most well attended national since what 91 or something like yeah. that. So, um, you, you know, and, and I mean, I, I definitely saw it. I mean, there, there was a lot of foot traffic. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, so, you had a great spot too. And I, yeah, we really did. And, and you know, um, Rip and Wax and GTS, uh, you know, I, I have nothing but ultimate praise for them um, because they were the ones that they're the one. They're the only reason that we're there. They're, mm. you know, they're the ones that said, you get there, we'll give you the space. Yeah. So love it. That's so awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Thanks to both of those organizations. Um, what's your favorite product? Oh, I, let's, let's say still, newer product. Let's not pick one of the old ones. Let's uh, pick a newer I, product. I, I, well, I was going to say, I, I'm still, you know, I, I, I'm probably still. you partial to the old stuff that brings the memories back? Partial to the old stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really am. Um, but, you know, but there's been definitely a lot of really cool new product um, that, that I've seen that's kind of come across. Um, you know, I, I really like a lot of the Bowman products. Um, you know, especially like their, their draft picks and prospects, um, you know, that, that stuff is really kind of, kind of fun to, to watch and track and things like that. And, you know, you, you pull a, you know, you pull Bo Bichette and you're like, Oh yeah, I remember when his dad played. And, and then now years later, you know, he's now up with the, up with the blue Jays, you know, that type Mm -hmm. of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, I, I think for me, you know, kind of the Bowman product is some of the stuff that I really enjoy. But I mean, to me, it's, it's all, I, I just enjoy it all, <laughs> you know, whether, whether it's the design or the photography or, you know, the inserts or, or what have you. Um, I don't even know what product it is. Somebody sent me a care package of a whole bunch of certified autograph stuff to raise money with. And there's a George Springer in there and, and it's, it's almost like made out of metal and it's a real heavy, heavy card. And I'm like, wow i'm like this is kind of cool <laughs> so I, like i said i don't even know what product it is um but yeah so yeah newer product you know i probably you know i, I really like kind of what bowman the bowman draft picks and prospects has been putting out year after year yeah awesome awesome kind of a switzerland answer but i'll take it i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> in fairness you got uh, you see a whole lot of stuff and yeah you're kind of many times subject to what you get, so I I, I get it. Um, all right, so who's your favorite signature? Whose autograph do you like the most? Kind of random. Who's do I like the most um, in in terms of aesthetics? Yeah, because you we always joke, and <clears throat> I guess in this hobby you got some of those guys. Well, there's there's been the dilemmas with parents signing autographs having kind of right. the ghost signature. And then you just have guys like I like my, my favorites, Aaron Nola and Trey Turner. I think those two dudes okay. have the best autographs in the industry. Yeah. See, for me, for me, I like the, I like the autographs where you look at it and there is absolutely no discussion on what the name is. You know, <laughs> right. you, you, you know, it's, it's not a scribble. It's not a check mark. It's, it, it, you know, it, it, it's, and, and I remember, you know, I, I think one of my, my favorite is, um, Michael Kadire, who played for the Twins primarily, but um, 
and part of the reason is is one it's a beautiful signature and two the story behind his signature and and he tells the story and, and obviously i'm paraphrasing this but i remember seeing this story many years ago he was up and coming prospect with the twins and it's you know winter caravan type thing so you know tim and and other players that are sitting there and they're signing autographs for fans and, and harman killebrew is sitting next to him and you know harman killebrew's got another beautiful signature <clears throat> and you know michael kadire signing stuff and you know next next type thing and harman killebrew looks over at him and he goes what's that and kadire's like what, what do you mean and he's like, what is that? He's like, that's not a signature. He's like, yeah, it is. He's like, it's my autograph. And <laughs> and, and Harmon Killebrew basically says to him, when you're dead and gone, nobody's going to know that's you. Oh, my goodness. So and, good. And and Kadir talks about how that was the moment when he changed his signature. And now it's, I mean, it, it's literally every every letter in his name is is in his signature so wow. so for me you know i really like those kind of harman killebrew and um and michael kadire and you know like mickey Mantle, you know duke snyder you know mm-hmm. i think that's why i like a lot of the older signatures you know mm-hmm. because you know the whole name is there it's not kind of like you know your sign type thing yeah <laughs> um you know but but i think for me i really like the michael kadire signature because no, of good. the story behind that that's yeah. really neat that's a really unique story more yeah. guys need to meet harman killebrew <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> but but you know but because i'm because i'm a greg jeffries collector obviously you know greg there's there's just nothing like a greg jeffries autograph so i get it <laughs> i get it for sure I love it. That's awesome. All right, so couple couple final thoughts, and then we're going to do something fun at the end here. Um, okay. Number one, have you thought, and I'm, I'm sure you've thought about this, but because, I mean, right now you sell everything through your site. I mean, kind of like, right. I mean, you're, you're managing everything, right? You're not doing it through eBay or anything. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, and, and people have asked me, you know, one of the reasons I don't do eBay is, um, you know, I just – Honestly, I just don't want to pay the fees, and, yeah. and I want as I want as much money as much of the money to go to military missions in action as possible. So yep. if I'm selling through eBay and they're taking whatever percentage they take, that's a percentage that isn't going to military missions in action. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you figured there's ten percent. You've got six <clears throat> k of your your money's gone right now. That's helping at least a few people. Well, yeah, and, and to put it in perspective, you know, six thousand dollars basically pays for the supplies to build two wheelchair ramps. Wow. Okay. There you so, go. So, you know, if you really want to put it in perspective. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> or, or to or to do two small bathroom remodels. It's hmm. awesome. Okay, so here's a suggestion, and I'm going to call out a site you you might have heard of them, Comc C O M C. We've got to figure out a way for you to start getting cards to them to create a six for soldiers account. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, it's funny you say that because actually earlier this week, I actually have in, started engaging in some conversations with them about some of that. So um, I love it. That's what we got to do. Yeah. Take some of yeah, the work because, off you. Yep. 
Yeah, because I have, you know, I have a lot of unsigned cards that are like numbered cards and things like that, that, yeah, I can sell them, but, you know, the work involved to do them. So I'm like, you know, so basically what I'm probably going to start to do is kind of get those types of cards to them, let them kind of do that yeoman's work and then, you know, then whatever money that generates, then we can turn around and get that to military missions in action. Perfect. All right. Well, yep. I will. I will hound James over there at ComC and make sure he's all right. <laughs> he's setting you up right. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, all right. So second thing, you're at you're at sixty thousand bucks. Yep. Just um, just under. I just think under. I think I'm right around about five hundred dollars shy. Okay. So, all yep. right. So we'll give Frank Kono a call. We'll get to sixty k. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Hold so on, have, hold on. I have him on speed dial. Yeah. Hey. What's up, Terry? Um. What's your goal, man? What's 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 the big goal, the big one in mind? Because um, we got to get you that we got to get to 100k. That's the yeah. way I'm thinking right now. Well, yeah, and, and I was just going to say, I mean, you know, I, I think once once I hit that six figures, I, I think I might just take a break for a week and just soak it in. <laughs> you know, not not Absolutely. sell anything. You know, just kind of just kind of celebrate hey you know we we've ne- we've hit six six figures and let, let's just let's just soak it in you know let let's soak it in for a week and then let's get back to it you know let, let, let's work on the next hundred thousand hundred percent agree <clears throat> yeah okay yeah, I, you know like we talked about i mean you know like i don't think that you know people are like well what you know what's the goal what's the goal and you know i don't think that there's necessarily an an end in sight for me. Um, you know, I'm not like, okay, you know, once we hit a hundred thousand, then I'm, sh- I'm closing up shop, you know, and, <laughs> you know, the, the community won't let me do that, yep. <laughs> you know? So it's, it, you know, so right now there, there is no end goal in terms of, you know, the next dollar amount. It's just, okay. You know, today it's, you know, can we raise $5 today? Mm. You know, because I, I, I don't think people realize that the $60,000 has literally been, three dollars here two dollars there five dollars here ten dollars here you know type thing um you know i haven't got we haven't gotten there by selling sixty one thousand dollar items you know we 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 just haven't um you know it's it's literally been a couple bucks here a couple bucks there and you know after a while you know it it, it really adds up absolutely well i'm going to make it one of our personal missions here to help you guys get to 100k so we're going to figure out some ways to be creative Um, okay Sounds It'd good. be great to roll into 2020, knowing that you, yeah. you've crossed that barrier, and I, uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be really pretty pretty incredible to see the hobby come around you. Not that the hobby hasn't come around you, the hobby's obviously come around you. They've done oh an God. incredible yeah. job. I mean, I, I mean, the the hobby has just been absolutely fantastic with the whole thing. I mean, it, you know, I people will say to me all the time, Tim, it's amazing what you've done. <laughs> No, it, it, it's it's not me. You know, people need to understand it. It's not me. I, I haven't done this. You know, I can't. I haven't done this alone. There's been so many people that have gotten behind this that, you know, just too numerous to name. Sure. <laughs> I mean, that that's the reality. Yeah. You know? and, and this is, like I said before, you know, Signatures for Soldiers has become this community. And, it, and it's because of all those people that make up this community that, signatures for soldiers has done what it's done Hmm. yeah well i mean you're right you're a very humble dude but 
thank you for having the passion and the urgency to actually carry the torch. You know, it is a big deal. So I, I, I personally appreciate it. Um, all right. So before, before we go into this last part called rapid fire, where I'm going to ask you five or six questions that I just want you to answer off the cuff. Everything's been off the cuff today. We didn't prepare for any of this. So, so people know, but, uh, how do people find you and, um, how can people kind of come around and, and, Outside of sending checks, what can we what can we do as a hobby to support you even more? Sure. Um, okay. So how to how to get in touch with me? Um, we talked about social media platforms. Um, Facebook. Um, just search signatures for soldiers. Exactly how it sounds. Um, and have you know go ahead and and like the page and follow me there. Um, spread the word about that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Instagram. I'm I'm still like I said, still wrapping my my arms around that and starting to use that more and more. Um, Just take pictures of yourself when you're eating cereal in the morning. That's what people do. That's how it works. Maybe I'll just take videos of, of the dogs swimming, you know, (laughs) things like that. Um, you know, people, people love dogs. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, It'll be a hit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but on Instagram, it's at signatures for soldiers all spelled out. And then, um, on Twitter, um, the Twitter handle is at SIGS, S I G S the number four and soldiers. Um, so, you know, just again, you know, kind of follow me on any of those platforms. You can ma- message me through any of those platforms. Um, I, I check them pretty regularly. Um, except this weekend, I'll be in Disney this weekend. So, mm. um, yeah, getting, getting a sneak peek, a sneak peek of, uh, galaxy's edge. The new oh, th- does that open up? I didn't realize it was open already. It's not, it doesn't open. It, oh, you literally are getting open. a sneak peek. Okay. Yeah. 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 Literally getting a sneak peek. So when my wife and I will be there for four hours being kids. Um, oh, yeah. Good for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to that. But, um, but outside of that, I'm I'm usually on there pretty regularly. <laughs> um, and then uh, email um, is signatures for soldiers, all spelled out at yahoo.com. Um, and then uh, uh, I have a I, I have somebody who um, has been really supportive of what I've been doing, and they're helping me build a website. So we're awesome. Uh, so we're going to have a website launching here soon. So if you're following me on social media, you know, once that's up and running, I'll be blasting that out. And then I'll have a link on there for folks to kind of sign up for kind of email updates um, that I'll be doing. Um, so th- those are kind of the, the main ways to really kind of get a hold of me and follow what we're doing and all that. If you're not already doing that, um, how can the hobby, how can the hobby help? Um, yeah, besides sending checks, um, obviously money is, is the main goal for military missions in action. Um, cause I can't do what they do without the money. Um, but if, if you can't do that <clears throat> or, or don't want to do that for whatever reason, um, you know, I, I accept, um, donations of signed and signed cards and other signed items that obviously then I turn around and sell and hundred percent goes to military missions in action. Um, I, I do take unsigned cards um, because I, I just like to kind of keep a re- ready inventory of stuff um, because I just never know who the next player is that's going to sign for me. So it's nice to kind of have some some cards there readily available. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the kind of those are some ways. One one of the other things that I really started promoting at um, the national and, and it, it it's been a slow movement, but we'll, we'll get there. 
um, talked about the care packages that Military Missions and Action sends um, every year. They, they send about 9,000 um, care packages a year. Um, last year at the National, Tops donated 9,000 packs of cards that they included in each of the care packages. Um, so I've, I've really kind of started a sub-project called Packs for Patriots, where <laughs> basically if you donate a pack of cards, I'll get them to Military Missions in Action, or you can just send them directly to Military Missions in Action, and what they'll do is they'll include them in care packages for deployed military. Um, and to me, it's kind of a neat way to kind of build the collecting collecting hobby um you know whether it's absolutely whether it's the the men and women who are serving currently or you know they turn around and they send them to their kids back home type mm. thing you know so so that's one that's one of the goals um over the you know over especially between now and the end of the year is um especially with the holidays coming up i want to really kind of build that and really start pushing that out and get that out there um blue sharpies um, I always <laughs> I use a ton and ton of blue sharpies, so can always use those as donations. Uh, stamps, I use a ton of stamps. Um, those those would always help um, because I don't think that people realize that you know all the expenses behind this is coming out of um, the bank account of Tim and Michelle Virgilio, not from anywhere else. Hmm. Um, so um, so those those are definitely some ways to kind of help. I love it. Those are incredibly practical ways to help people. That's so good. I'll put all this in the show notes, folks. You don't have to memorize that or write it down. You can you can check it out in the show notes and follow yeah. up with Tim. But you, the man, I am well, incredibly I impressed it. with you. Thank you so much. All right, well, you ready for some rapid fire? Yeah, let's go to it. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm I'm feeling a little nervous. I'm not, good. I gotta admit. You should. <laughs> These are pretty easy. Sometimes I throw okay. some tough ones out there. All right, which player dog sits your two dogs when you guys go on vacation? Which player? Look, you got to pick a player. Player. Okay, it's Greg Jeffries. Yeah, he's the man. <laughs> All right, he's, he, he's off limits the rest of these questions. Ah. <laughs> um, love it, Greg Jeffries. Okay, uh, favorite war movie? Favorite war movie? Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Who is the most impressive athlete to you of all time outside of Greg Jeffries? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this uh, – pro- you know, the, the very first two that jumped into my head um, in my lifetime have been Mike Trout presently and uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. Awesome. Which athlete do you want to get signatures from next for Six for Soldiers? Mike Trout and Ken Griffey Jr. Mike Trout. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah. Trout, baby. Did I, and, and did I mention Mike Trout? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. I know Mike Trout probably doesn't listen to this podcast, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably the other one would be Pete Alonso. You're a Mets guy yeah. too. I get it. That's perfect. I, I am a Mets guy, but yeah, but he's, he's also a Tampa guy. So awesome. Okay. Awesome. Oh. Yeah. Actor that plays you and an actress that plays your wife when they do your biopic. Oh, you know this 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 is horrible because i am terrible with actors and actresses <laughs> <laughs> well this should be really fun then i can't wait to hear it i am absolutely terrible uh you, you know my goofiness you know my my charming looks you know billy bob thornton 
Um, okay. <laughs> I was expecting like Jackie Chan or something, so we'll take yeah, we'll yeah, take Billy Bob. Um, my play my wife. Oh man, be careful um, here. Yeah, I know. I'm, you know, I'm thinking like Nicole Kidman in her heyday. Okay, you know, all right. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Billy Bob Thornton, Nicole Kidman, yeah, and the yeah, signature that's, that's awesome. soldier story. um all right which which band sings at your 50th wedding anniversary kenny chesney kenny chesney my wife would not have it any other way (laughs) all right i like it and then last question what's your go-to soul food that you and your wife like to go enjoy um my wife is definitely Mexican. Okay. Uh, give her, give her a choice. Where, what do you want for dinner? Mexican. Um, for me, God, uh, uh, you know, with the last name like Virgilio, it, it's definitely good, good Italian. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. It, it, there's just nothing like it. <laughs> Love it. All right. Cool. That wasn't so bad. No, no. <laughs> the the movie one threw me off. Because, you know, again, people be like, oh, you know, such and such. I'd be like, who's that? They're like, oh, the actor in this movie. I'm like, yeah. Mm, you got me. No. Got me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you, know, probably, you know, probably should have answered, you know, Woody from, from the, you know, Woody and Bo Peep from Toy Story. <laughs> you know, that, that's probably more appropriate for my wife and I. Uh, I like it. I think I think it's pretty obscure. Billy Bob Thornton and, and Nicole Kidman; those are two really good ones. Yeah, but so. great stuff, man. Have an awesome weekend. Enjoy the Star Wars stuff, and uh, yeah, it, it was Star Wars stuff. Yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. Yeah. Thanks again, so, Tim. Yeah, hey man, thanks for having me on. It, it's been a blast, and uh, you know, I, I really appreciate the support, and and you know, looking forward to kind of continuing to grow the relationship and and build on what signatures for soldiers has been doing. So really appreciate it, man. Touche. Later.